Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, good evening, everybody, or good morning. Uh, welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. We hope your week is going well. We uh, don't have as many prayer requests last night as or tonight as we did last night, which we when we had 50. Tonight's a more manageable amount, and so if you certainly want to uh, write in live for any prayer requests, we'll be sure to get to all of them, as we always do. But before we get to the prayers, I want to talk to you really quickly about not treating any day as routine. I was listening to a popular preacher the other day talking about how a lot of days are just routine and we only have a certain number of very special days in our lives. And I like this person a lot, but I don't really agree that any day should be routine. I don't see anywhere in the Bible where some days are more important than others and others just aren't, okay? If anything, it says we need to value every day because life is short. I remember when I was a prosecutor, I used to have these note cards I'd carry around to study Bible verses. And One of my friends saw them and asked if I had a test, and I told her, every day is a test. And I was right. Every day we have interactions with people. Every day God gives us a plethora of opportunities to grow, which we need to take advantage of, and a plethora of opportunities for God's glory to shine through us and into other people, okay? People are not brought into our lives accidentally. God is very deliberate, and he expects us to take advantage of those opportunities. Now, what people mean by routine, what I've noticed— is that they're not going to make any effort to change themselves that day, to improve themselves. And if something annoys them, they're going to get annoyed instead of pushing through it and strengthening their patience. If someone says something something bad about them, they're not going to exercise grace. They're going to act the way they always act and say something bad back. They're going to repay evil with evil because that's the way they've always done it. And today's just a routine day. Why should today be any different? They're going to go to the office and gossip. They're going to complain about the same things over and over without challenging themselves to crucify the flesh and build themselves up in the spirit. And they're going to treat people the same way. And some they won't even acknowledge at all without asking themselves, what role am I supposed to play in this person's life? What can I do for them to show them God's love? Why has God put them there in my life, even for the tiniest of interactions? The Bible says, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And it also continuously impresses upon us that we're supposed to make the most of every day. In Psalms 39, David says, Lord, Remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered, how fleeting my life is. You have made my life no longer than the width of my hand. My entire lifetime is just a moment to you. At best, each of us is but a breath, a vapor in the wind. So we're supposed to make the most of every moment of life and see things that challenge us every day as a God-given opportunity to grow that, frankly, most people will waste. That's why in the Bible, in Ephesians, it says, use every chance you have for doing good because these are evil times. Well, I have news for you. These are evil times as well. You know, I spoke in a previous sermon about how the enemy doesn't win just by getting you to sin, right? That's the most obvious way. But as you become a Christian, you find yourself sinning less and less because you're free from the curse of sin, okay? So what he also does is he also will try to try to win by getting you just a little bit off course. And the example I gave in the previous sermon was that if you're sailing in a ship and you're just one degree off course, 
maybe you don't notice that at the beginning of your journey, but when you've traveled thousands of miles in that direction, eventually you'll find yourself lost with no idea how to get to where you're supposed to be. And that's just one of the enemy's tricks. But he also wins by getting you to sit on the bench, by getting you to sit out days and take weeks or months or years or even decades off because every day seems like it's just a routine day to you. Okay, that's why every morning, Kristen and I, when we wake up, we call each other and we pray that today is not going to be a routine day, that we do not have routine days, that every day we're going to interact with people and build ourselves up and build them up, that we have opportunities to improve ourselves, to practice patience and mercy and charity and forgiveness, keeping our peace and, and making peace for others. In fact, I challenge you to think of a day where you haven't had such an opportunity or a lot of those opportunities. When you begin to see that days aren't routine, you're going to see these opportunities as, as being more than you ever imagined there were. Okay. And that's the key. See, we have so many people who contact us because they want to find purpose in life. Yeah, we have a lot of people who have financial needs and health needs and relationship needs. But we have a ton of people who just say, I want meaning in life. Just every day, I just don't know what to do. It just feels like it's the same thing over and over again. What's this life about? Well, start right here. See every interaction as an opportunity to help someone else. See every challenge as an opportunity to grow. See every day as, as a new day, as a, as a day filled with such opportunities. And when you do that, you'll see that there aren't routine days, that every day is packed with new challenges and opportunities to improve yourself so that God can elevate you to new levels and reward you with new responsibilities. That's my message for tonight. So, so good and so true. And I always think I love that phrase. I've heard it a lot of different places. God winks, you know, mm. uh, God appointments. And I think you're so right when you say that you know, when you start recognizing opportunities, when your antenna is up for that, then all of a sudden you recognize one opportunity and you recognize, oh my goodness, there's so many opportunities when you're focused on what you're focused on grows. So when you're focused on that, um, God can show you that you're not going to waste any days. You so know, so and, and they go by quick. I mean, you know, I, <laughs> I tell people I just had my 41st birthday and like the last 10 years just feel like they've gone by in a flash. And what I found actually helps to slow the clock down is if every single day you're saying you're actually actively looking, okay, for new challenges, you're actively looking for ways to grow yourself, you're actively looking, even when I get some telemarketer who calls me or some client who I know isn't going to pay me anything, they're just asking for free advice, I still say to myself, how can I help this person or, or what role is this per do I, do I play in this person's life? And when you do that, you're going to find that, you know, you just don't go through a week and say, Oh, thank God it's Saturday. What happened to the other five days that yeah. every day has importance and that your memory is, is just, is just filled. And that really slows down the, the sands of time actually. And it's a more, it's a much more fun way to live, much more enjoyable. And even people who are not Christians recognize that biblical principle. They recognize that what you put into the life of others comes back to you full, full circle. So, um, But it is a biblical principle, and it's what mm -hmm. God has for us. So very cool. Very awesome. Well, tonight I want to do a prayer. On, I've really been thinking about doing these prayers where I focus on a verse and then see where it takes us. Um, because it, you know, the Bible says to meditate on the word of the Lord. And so I think it's really Im important for a foundation of our prayer. So I told you I love, last night I told you I love the Psalms. And uh, this verse that I want to meditate on tonight also comes from the Psalms. 
And it says, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. uprightly. Wow, that's really exciting news. Oh, Lord, thank you that when we follow you, when we love you, when we, when we give our lives to you, that you're not going to withhold anything because no good thing means no good thing. And, you know, I may have mentioned this once before, but I feel so impressed to um, mention it again about no good thing, Lord, and about your grace and about your favor, God, your grace, which is on your, your unmerited favor. Lord, you say your grace is sufficient for us, God. You are enough. Your grace fills the areas that we feel are weak. You are our strength and our weakness. God, you are our sun when we need sun. Lord, when we need, when we need light, when we need warmth, when we need sun, when we need vitamin D, you are our sun. But you are our shield when it's too hot. Our shade. You are the shield that keeps us from getting burned, that keeps us in that temperature-controlled environment, God. You are both. I love that. You're the sun and the shield. You're, you're everything in between. So whatever we need, there, there's times in life when we need the sun, and there's seasons where we need the shield. We need that protection, and we need the sun. And there's sometimes that we need the sun and the shield at the same time. And God, you are both. You are everything for all time, for all purposes. So thank you, God. Thank you. You know, even when, when Jonah was complaining about the city of Nineveh and what he would call, had called him to do, even then when he was complaining to you, you made sure that he had shade. It was very, very hot. And you gave him, you provided shade for him, a tree with the perfect shade. God, even when we're complaining to you, which, which we don't want to do, and we're sorry for when we do because that hurts your heart. And it also, you inhabit the praises of your people. So we don't want to complain. But even, we're human beings, God. And so even when we let that flesh part take over, you're still taking care of us. And, and you're not punishing us. And you're not saying, oh, oh, well, if you hadn't have complained here or if you hadn't done that. Lord, so many people think of you as this, this father that is not a warm, kind father, but a father that is folding his arms and waiting for us to mess up and waiting for us so he can say, oh, see now, I was going to bless you, but you did that there. So sorry, you've lost your chance. That's not you at all, God. You give grace. You are grace. God, you died on the cross for our sins because you just, you want us so badly you, you fight for us every single day and you say, you're saying to us, just notice me, just notice me, just, just acknowledge me, please. You're, you're pleading for us, God. You're just like, you're so in love with us. And I pray that that takes root in every single person that's listening to this, God, that they would know you. You may have been, you may be a Christian for many, many years but in your heart, you may, you, may, you may think you know what God is in your head, 
but do you know him in your heart? You may know the scripture in your head. You may know all the right things to say. You may know what, what is supposed to be said, but do you know him? Do you know him intimately? Do you know him closer than, than two lovers know each other? Do you know him? Do you know, have you heard his voice? Do you hear him when you wake up? Do you hear him when you go to sleep? Do you know that he just wants to be with you? Do you know that he is longing after you? Do you know that he knows that the thoughts that he thinks towards you are beautiful? Do you know how proud you make him? Do you know how much he loves you? Do you, do you know that even that thing that you thought you messed up so badly, that thing that makes you so ashamed, do you know that he wants to forgive you and he's just waiting because he can't stand to be separated from you. His heart is aching and he just wants to be with you and he just wants to give you good gifts and bless you, but he just wants to know you. And that even if things don't seem to make sense, you don't have to figure it all out. He wants you to come to him. Do you know that God just wants you to come to him? God just wants you to put, to lay your head on his lap and just, and just be in his embrace and just feel his presence and the weight of his glory. He just wants, he wants you. He doesn't want anything from you. He wants you. You can't outgive God and you can't outperform God. If you're trying to impress God, just remember, he's the one who made you. And he's already approving of you. And the way that you can just impress him, I guess, is not even the correct term. But the way that you can really do his heart good and, and really, really bless him is by loving him and by letting him love you, by letting him in, by letting him take control and saying, God, I want a deeper, intimate walk with you. Jesus, you know, if you need to admit things that you've done or just let, just take a moment just to be still. When are we still, even in this quarantine time, when some, you know, a lot of us can't even go different places. When are we still before the Lord and take that quiet moment and just say, God, I want to hear your voice. I want to pursue you. Let the Holy Spirit come in and show you things and convict you of things so that you can move any barriers that are in the way of you having an intimate, intimate love relationship with your creator. There's a hole in your heart. Nothing's going to fill it. You can know all the right terms. You can know the right theology. You can know everything in your head. But do you know him in your heart? He wants to be your sun and your shield. He wants to be your beginning, your middle, your end. He wants to be everything you need because he is everything you need. Everything is in him and of him and through him. And there's nothing that was made without him. There's nothing. And no good thing is he going to withhold from you. You have to believe his goodness. You have to believe his character and believe that he wants you above all else. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Excellent, excellent job, Kristen. Thank you so much for that. Sure. All right. Well, I'm going to start with a praise report, which Kristen doesn't know about yet because she can't see it, but I can see it on my oh, yeah, computer, yeah, so I'm yeah, going to share it. So our friend Vanji Rabin, who writes to us very regularly about her husband, for those of you guys who don't know, he was... Um, Diagnosed with COVID-19, he was in the hospital for 30 days, unconscious, with on a ventilator, situation not looking good. We've been praying for him for a few weeks now. 
She says, good morning to both of you. Well, I guess it's morning where she is. Good morning to both of you. I thank God for your prayers for my husband, Peter Rabin. He is better and better. They examined him yesterday and the result is normal. Thank God. Just continue to pray for his complete healing. Amen. Well, Amen. we're really happy to hear about that. Yes. We are thrilled. Our God is good. It's not because Kristen and I are so great. We don't take any of the credit. We're just doing our jobs by praying with you. But we are certainly grateful for what God is doing for your husband and grateful that you are standing in faith for him. So praise God for that. Father God, we just pray for continue to pray for Mr. Rabin for his complete healing that you know, this is good news, certainly. But we expect complete healing for him. And not just that, that when he's finally discharged from the hospital, that his relationship with his wife will just be better than ever. That their best days are ahead of him, are ahead of them. And that you will restore what the enemy has stolen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Always good to stop. That makes me very happy. I know. That's so exciting. I, I love it. I feel like we yeah. know you, Vanjie. That's awesome. Seriously, we do. Yeah. All right, Kristen, here's a couple prayers for you. Uh, they're both very similar, so I'm going to have you do two at the same time. First, uh, Tomasa says, please pray for me and my husband for having a baby. We're married four years, but we still don't have a baby. And pray also for my family and my husband and also my son, that they are going to be accepting of each other and love each other. Thank you and God bless. And then so that's Tomasa. And then Claire says, I need prayers also for me and my husband uh, who's suffering from stress. And we need prayers that God will shield and protect our marriage and family and our only child who needs us. So that's right. Tomasa and Claire. Well, I just want to first while we, I just feel impressed to, to pray with these prayers, a general prayer for the enemy is trying so hard in the family unit and has been. And in Jesus' name, we are just not taking it anymore, what the enemy is trying to do in families, in marriages, in, in children, and um, in legacy. And I, I think just I know that the enemy hates uh, marriage for what it represents. And he hates the family unit unit, but God in Jesus name, we just pray your blanket of protection and, and covering over families over your peace, God, for what it stands for and for what families are, are all about Lord and, and what you created the, um, arena of your unconditional love through families, God. And for Tomasa, we just pray for an acceptance and, um, any barriers, any walls that are up, um, communication lines to be open and understanding. Um, and I pray the same for Claire and her marriage, Lord, and, uh, forgiveness and just love. And, um, you know, for, for both people, whether it's the marriage or whether it's a family in Tomas's case, that both people would be willing to, to give and, and get the joy out of giving and get the joy out of communicating and realize um, if there's any stubbornness on any, either side, Lord, that you would just convict that and just bring everyone together and be the healing balm for those relationships. And for Tomasa to have a baby, um, you know, there's so many praise reports I can think of of people I know personally who who waited many, many years for a, a child. And I'm not saying you have to wait many years because um, God, it's God's timing. It's all about God's timing. So, um, but my point is four years is not even, you know, God, God can definitely, definitely do that. And, um, so we, we pray that, that that would be done in God's timing and perfect will. And, um, that, that would all be for God's glory. And Hey, who knows, um, just to encourage Tomas, I just feel like God wants me to tell you, um, that God, like I say, God has a perfect timing on all this. I know you really want a baby, but 
you know, with your son and your husband and everything going on there, maybe God is, is bridging that first before you bring a, a, a new life into the world. So just something to keep in mind. And uh, we do pray for that in Jesus name. Amen. Good work. All right. And this is a hard name to pronounce. The name is A-U-I-E-E. So I'm guessing it's Awi. It says, hello, can I send a prayer request for my son, Ezekiel? Please pray for a soft heart that we will he will listen to his parents and abstain from vices. He's only 21 years old and we don't want his life to be wasted here on earth. Well, amen to that. Father God, in Jesus' name, we pray that you will just melt Ezekiel's heart here. Now, we know that you know, some people, if you put mud in this in front of the sun, it, it turns it turns harder. But if you put ice in front of the sun, it melts. And so the issue isn't always the sun because the sun is is consistent. The issue is is what it's affecting. And God, we pray that that Ezekiel is the kind of person I believe he is, who doesn't get hardened by you or by the thought of you, but rather gets softer, because that's what the mom is is, is praying for. Please protect him and keep him from vices. Please cancel the enemy's plans for his life and replace him with your own life, with your own plans. Do not let him waste his life. Please honor his mother's prayers. We just ask that you send your warring angels to surround him and protect him and to give him good judgment. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Uh, here's a couple for you, Kristen, both about the coronavirus. Excuse me. When Yanni says, we're passing through a lot during this COVID-19 lockdown here in Kenya, the elderly in our society do not have, have food. Please pray for us to get some money to buy food. And then Nene says, uh, please pray for uh, coronavirus with respect to the Philippines. So that's right. Wan Yanni and Nene. Yes, I pray, Lord, that you would answer the prayer on behalf of Wanani and Nene um, for Kenya, the Philippines, and all of these countries, the entire earth, God, Lord, we are in the palm of your hand. You do not want suffering. You do not create suffering, God. And you are the protector and you are the comforter, Lord. So for all those who are suffering, whether for lack of food or for um, sickness, God, just put your shield, your perfect power, God, Lord, you are love. You are so many different things. But God, you also, we neglect sometimes to remember your power. God, you, you have, you are the most powerful of all. You are the only deity. You are the Alpha and Omega. So just, just, just descend on these countries. Just descend on this entire earth in your power. Show your power, God, and totally, totally demolish the plans of the enemy. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Galatio says, please pray for our health and our work that God provides our needs for every day and keeps us safe every day. And Bankalang says, please pray for the healing of my sister, Sheila. All right. So these are both health related. So, Father God, your word says that you are our doctor. Okay. That you bore our sicknesses and our infirmities on the cross. God, I pray for the health of Galatio. In fact, all the people that Kristen just prayed for against this COVID-19. We pray for the works of, of Galatio's hands for his everyday needs to be met. We know that you're a God who not only wants to meet people's needs, but exceed them. 
And for Bankalang and his sister, Sheila, I pray that she is totally healed of whatever the situation is. It's serious enough that he's praying for it, that she's fully restored to, for, to total health, and that she's seen by everyone who knows her, even people who don't know her, as a miracle. That I pray that the enemy doesn't get the glory out of this, that you get the glory. That the enemy thinks he's, he wins when he gets people sick, but in fact, all he's doing is just giving God an opportunity to exercise his greatness and perform miracles. And, and we pray that's what happens here, Father God. Just like you're, you're, you're helping Peter or being in the hospital, God, bring this person, restore Sheila to full health. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Kristen, Irene says, please pray for my family also to serve God in spirit and in truth. Thanks so much. Mm, that's a wonderful prayer, Irene. I believe, I, I see that you are like the the spiritual matriarch of your family, that you are holding them up. You are holding up those who've maybe gone astray or those who have not yet full into, come into the fullness of knowing and understanding who God is. I, I just see that maybe there's some family members who kind of are attempting to turn toward God, but sometimes there's different things that are getting in the way of that. And so in Jesus' name, I pray against all of the distractions and the lies of the enemy, all the things that are trying to, to seduce um, Irene's family and that your truth would prevail and your truth would be realized. And like I prayed last night, I pray for the scales on the eyes um, to be totally, totally dissolved so that they can see you, Lord, and, um, and worship you in spirit and truth. And we just ask for your, as just like the walls of Jericho, the walls of, of the heart, the things that the barriers that are in the way to come down with praise, continual praise in Jesus name. Amen. All right. Good job. Charles prays for financial breakthrough and Tuambo says, amen. I need wisdom in order for me to handle what God will bless me with. I'm believing God for financial breakthrough as well. This is, I think, the first prayer we've received and all the time we've been doing this is 50 plus episodes for anybody who says, I, I need wisdom. And yet it's it's one of the most important prayers. Yeah. I mean, I, I mentioned last night how Solomon asked God for wisdom and God was so happy. He said, I'll give you wisdom and I'll give you uh, fame and I'll, I'll give you wealth because of that. I mean, the entire book of Proverbs is about wisdom. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved. You know, a time and again, it says, get knowledge. Uh, so. Tuambo, that is an honorable prayer, and I'm going to pray for your wisdom and financial breakthrough, and also Charles's as well. Father God, we pray that you just bless both of these people, even though Charles didn't ask for it, with great wisdom, okay? And Tuambo says, for him to handle what God will bless me with. So prepare him for that. Thank you. Finally, somebody actually says, God, prepare me first so that you can bless me. Okay, good one. So God, please prepare him. Give him wisdom and understanding well beyond his years. Make him, in fact, known for his wisdom, understanding, and just overrun him with financial breakthrough. And for Charles as well, God, whatever situation he's dealing with, we pray for his financial breakthrough as well. And I saw someone else who was asking for a financial breakthrough, and I seem to have lost it. Oh, Semi Kunutani, who's asked for us for financial breakthrough for a few times, I believe. And I think last time it was because of some settlement he was hoping that comes in. I could be wrong. But God, we pray for his financial breakthrough as well. Open the windows of heaven unto them. God, your, your word says you were made poor so we could be made rich. 
Time and again, you talk about how you want to prosper us and not to harm us. Please prosper these people so that they can bless others abundantly. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Want to say hi to Kaushal Babu, who's joining Hello. us. Veronica Cabrera says, uh, uh, have a good evening. Hey. Kristen, here's one for you. Prince Fafure Sunday Adonai says, cool. well done, pastors. Please pray for me that I should live according to God's purpose. All right. Well, Prince, um, you, I pray that the Prince of Peace mm. would be over you and your entire future and your family. And um, once again, this is a, a prayer for wisdom in, in its own way. Uh, wanting to live, the fact that you want to live according to God's will and purpose. He's not going to let your foot slip. Um, so I just pray, I, I pray that any fear about that or, or decision-making, that you would be decisive in the Holy Spirit with the Holy Spirit's wisdom um, to make the right decisions and that God would make every every turn of the path. I think you have a lot of things coming up right now and a, a lot of um, I, I, you know, I just, I'm discerning that you have a lot of decisions to make and, um, that there's going to be a lot of things where there's going to be kind of like two decisions. And so, uh, you're going to have to keep making those two decisions kind of like turns in the path. I'm just seeing like this picture of like, you're turning in the path. And so God's going to make that obvious to you. He's not going to let your foot slip. Um, but you just be faithful and, uh, God has, has that future for you. Um, and that wisdom because you're asking for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Good one. Good job. Okay, I want to say hi to our friend Fernando again. He's he's watching us. Hey. Dahlia, who, who's a friend of ours, saying, watching from the Philippines again. It's morning here. God bless both of you. Good to see you. Cheryl Mendoza, who's a regular, says, hi, brother and sister. Please help me pray for my healing and financial breakthrough, I guess. So much, so thankful for praying for me. God bless us all yes god bless yes. us all indeed well cheryl it's good to see you again thanks for joining us once again her son with the headaches yeah right and i, I remember that her son um who is the person florida also with the sinuses we have to pray for even though i don't see her tonight well florida even though i don't see it tonight, i'm gonna pray for you anyway but cheryl thank you for writing in again i love that you just I love that you guys just don't give up on faith, that you guys mm -hmm. just want to push through. You don't just pray and then give up, that you want to push through. So, Father God, please honor that. Just as, you know, Jesus told the parable of the woman who, who wanted justice from the evil judge. And, and you said, look, even an evil judge will give someone justice just to get them to go away if they keep bothering them. God, we know that if we come to you earnestly in prayer, that if an evil judge will do that, how much more will our, will our God who's righteous and who loves us and who cares about us, how much more will you answer our prayers? Yes, God. So God, Cheryl has stood in faith for her healing for some time. And now, God, I feel like she needs to receive her healing. Cheryl, my, my word for you today is receive your healing. God is sending his healing. I want you to receive it and receive his financial breakthrough. Now, if there's anything blocking it, any unforgiveness in your life, any sort of sin you need to rid yourself of. Pride is another one. Um, if, you, if you're not tithing, make sure you're tithing because that's the biggest block, I think, to, to financial breakthrough. But Father God, I pray that she just has overwhelming breakthrough, that she has been asking us for prayers for long enough that, you know, it's time that I want to start seeing her give us praise reports. I, I look forward to the day that Cheryl says, praise God, 
I've been healed. My son has been healed and I've experienced my financial breakthrough. And we're glad for the praise reports we're getting. We're glad when we got one the other day where that person showed us an entire room full of bags of rice. I mean, if somebody goes from total lack to just like literally their storehouse is overflowing, that's great. And now I want Cheryl to experience that as well. In Jesus name. Amen. All right. Uh, okay. Oh, Cheryl Ann Rickard says, great job. Great message. All right. Well, she's, Oh, I think I know her. A pretty notable <laughs> uh, minister herself. So that's, that's really very encouraging. All right. So Imran Mashi is from Pakistan and he says, pray for my maternal life because I'm single. Okay. I think what he means is Mar- he wants, life? no, he's single. So I think maternal life, he's trying to find a wife. Okay. So yeah, I, that's, that's how I interpret mother. that. Okay, got it, got it. Well, God knows. Yes, yes, and that's what matters. Is this what I, is this mine? Okay. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, good. <laughs> Imran, um, I think I recognize you from one of our other videos. Well, um, I that's something that both Jordan and I prayed for for many years, so we totally understand that prayer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, you know, just timing is a lot of things. Like I said to the. Um, like I said to the young lady who was asking for having a, a baby, you know, a lot of times it's God, t- God's timing and his delay is not his denial. But I do pray, um, Lord, for Imran and he's asking, Lord, um, and, I, and he's, you've put that desire on his heart for a reason. So I pray that you open the right doors and show him um, where – give him the wisdom, you know, as far as – uh, where he should be, if he should be, you know, there's an action part to this and there's also a, a waiting aspect as well. And sometimes it's, it's the wisdom to know which is the right path right now and, and how much of both should be happening. So I pray that God gives you the action steps that you're supposed to take. Um, and also, um, and also the wisdom to know, uh, how to wait, when to wait and when to, um, act out those action steps as well. And we believe and we want to see that praise report that um, that you have found your wife. So we, we want to see that praise mm-hmm. report and we know we will. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. And then Veronica Cabrera, who joins us again, uh, says, thank you guys for sharing. God bless you guys. Please pray for me and my daughters. That's right. Uh, I'm going to also, Karam, Kuram says, please pray for uh, health for my family and for blessings. And gospel also... It's spelled G-A-S-P-A-L, says prayers for my family. So we have a lot of family-related prayers here. I'll pray for them all at once. Father God, first of all, for Veronica, who tunes in faithfully very regularly, we pray for her and we pray for her daughters. I think she had us pray for her daughter's children the other night, if I'm not mistaken. I might be mistaken. Whatever it is, God, we pray for the whole family. Yes, God. That you raise them up in spirit and in truth, that you raise them up in, in stature in wisdom, in understanding, in resources, in opportunities. Help them see every moment of their lives as an opportunity to improve, okay? And I I pray that you bless all of them, and Veronica in particular as the matriarch, with long life and, and fulfilling life and good health and financial prosperity and success in their relationships and success in everything they do, that they will prosper even as their soul prospers. And for Kuram and Gospel, I pray for their families. I pray, God, you place a hedge of protection around all of them. 
I pray, I pray that they're healthy and intact. They don't suffer any accident, illness, or injury. They don't suffer from any divorce or anything like that. And I, listen, if there are people here who are divorced, I'm not here to criticize you. That's not it at all. You know, we, we believe in a God of grace and a God of healing. And if that's happened to you, then, you know, we don't judge you at all for that. We're here to love you and pray for you. But I'm also here to preserve families that are intact and, and pray against divorce and pray against domestic violence and pray against children being abandoned and abused. Okay. And so I'm praying for that, for Karam, for gospel, for Veronica, and really for all of you. That's a prayer for everybody that you are, you have great family lives where you guys know how to treat each other and love each other. And and not just that, know how to grow with each other, because that's Mm -hmm. really important. It's something that Kristen and I try to do every single day because we're not perfect people, but we are committed uh, to the the work that God is doing in us to perfect us. Uh, in the image of Christ Jesus. And so that's my prayer for all of you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And Imran just sent you a message, Kristen, saying, God bless you, sister. You prayed for me. Oh, well, God bless you too. But I told her to do that. So maybe you could thank me also. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Imran, seriously, listen, don't be discouraged. I mean, I had to wait. I I found, I, I met Kristen six days after I turned 40. Okay. And I hadn't, been on a date in seven years prior to that. So, you know, good things come to those who wait, my friend. That's right. That's right. Anyway. All right, Kristen. So that, that does it for our prayer request tonight. Would you please uh, lead everybody in the call to salvation? Yes. This is uh, the uh, my favorite part of the show because we uh, get to um, welcome new people into the kingdom of God. So if you would like to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or if you want to recommit your life, there's no better time than right now. Don't put it off. Um, because God has so much for you and living in his abundance starts now. So just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, let us know. Send us a message or you can uh, comment on the video. And we'd love to help you get started with your walk with Christ. And keep those praise reports coming. We we are very encouraged by that. Absolutely, guys. And listen, you know, I know that a lot of people here are already saved. uh, But it's still important that you listen to the call to salvation because we want you to be able to say it to other people. Before we close out, Rowena Aranga says, good morning. Please pray for my family, uh, for my daughter, Hannah Cecilia, to give wisdom and guidance. Another prayer for wisdom. Look, um, it doesn't matter that I'm about to close out the show. Everybody's important to us. So Rowena, in Jesus' name, I pray for you and your family, that God gives you all wisdom, gives you all guidance. You know, we've done a number of of, uh, sermons already on on following, uh, listening to God's voice, hearing God's voice. I encourage you guys to go look through our videos on Facebook and, and, and pull out a couple of those and listen to those sermons. I pray that for you. I pray for good health and long life for all of you, financial prosperity, professional prosperity, and that God just protects you guys from accident, illness, and injury. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up our show for tonight. Thanks for joining us. We hope it's been a blessing to you. We'll see you tomorrow night again at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. That's, I know, the morning for a lot of people, but for us, it's it's at night. Um, so anyway, 
Have a great week. Listen, don't let tomorrow be a routine day. Make sure no more right. routine days, okay? Think of everything. It's almost like, you know, you're like a video game where everything that's coming at you, you're supposed to score points and build yourself up and advance to a next level. Okay, so no more routine days. Guys, I'll see you tomorrow night, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.